This is the Squared Goal Podcast with Mark Morris and Jared Meruyama. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Squared Co. Podcast. I am your host, Mark Morris, and with me again, Mr. Jared Mariyama. Hello, Jared. Hello, <laughs> hello, Mark. Good to be here. I can't believe it's been uh, another month. It's gone by uh, extremely quickly. Yes, um, I know. It's crazy. Yeah, so, uh, but I saw someone puking at the gym today, so that was, <laughs> it was exciting. It's an exciting day. Oh, this is, uh, <laughs> you know, those are, that's a, like a string of words and phrases I never thought I would hear from you. Well, I thought <laughs> we so should. so much going on in there. <laughs> we should start off big. Um, but Wait, yeah. so you saw that today? Today. Yeah, it was exciting. Um, oh my gosh. And how did you recover? Like, uh, well, it's funny because, uh, <laughs> like I'm, I'm on oh the elliptical, so. You know, you're either watching right. quiet TV or or what's going on around you. And I see this guy. He's like a big guy. And he's like, oh, my God. You know, like, I don't think he was a real gym guy. Like he was with a mm-hmm. trainer and, you know, kind of a okay. kind of a bigger guy. And like all of a sudden he's just kind of standing there. And so that's what caught my attention. I'm like, oh, my God, what's <laughs> going on? Like he doesn't look well. Then all of a sudden the little trainer girl goes running over and gets a garbage can like like a oh, you know God. like an office garbage can so so oh, it's not like you so ran to gross. a receptacle yeah oh. and then of course i can't look away like i should look away <laughs> but i'm oh. like is he really going to throw up you know i had a watch uh, and so did yeah. he so did it happen yeah yeah so i'm like okay, okay so- take the garbage can and go to the bathroom like <laughs> use the garbage can in case you don't make it to the bathroom yeah 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 but head in that direction <laughs> yeah <laughs> right nope right. he stood there for so a, for a good are you the type of the guy that would like you get queasy yourself after seeing that are you a contagious I, I usually, puker <laughs> i think it depends on the situation like i was at the gym so i don't know it kind of didn't and there's a little bit of me. distance there yeah and it was kind of funny and unreal like it was happening and <laughs> and i watch a lot of tosh.0 so i'm i'm used to puking <laughs> <laughs> seeing a lot of I, you know what when that show first started, I was able to watch it, but now it I feel like it gets progressively more intense and disgusting. So <laughs> I just I can't do it anymore. Yeah, um, but so it was pretty You bring up so <laughs> I have a, a little teaser for a, a puke story in the gym. Oh, good. That's um, what I was gonna ask you if you've ever puked in the gym yourself. So I haven't. I literally like I mean I don't this I don't know if you'd consider this showing off, but mm-hmm. it, I do. <laughs> I, I will. I <laughs> I don't throw up like I have I can what? probably count the number of times that I've thrown up on my like one hand. So like um, when you were a kid aside aside from being like a maybe like 10 to today I can count. But like when you're younger, you know, you you throw up yeah. a lot more frequently. But like <laughs> since my teenage and adult years, I maybe have thrown up like three or four times like drunk throw up or like just you're so sick uh i don't think i've ever thrown up from being drunk mm. that's pretty good but anyway so going but back you've to never my, thrown my up story yeah okay go ahead go ahead i'll let you get to it uh it wasn't me actually so um i'm gonna throw this teaser out so for whenever we do have our my origin story mm-hmm. aired we'll get we can go a little bit deeper into this part of my life but i used to be a personal trainer what? Um, just right after high school and 
I was training uh, like a high school athlete, and I guess I pushed him too hard, so he <laughs> he had to cut the workout short. Actually, now that I think of it, just the I same think I thing. Did this to, to two different yeah. um, high school athletes. Anyways, nothing elaborate. That's that's the end of the story. But that was um, I have seen it happen firsthand. But you have actually been the result. You go to the, the gym a the lot. Like, you're a serious gym person. Right. I, I yeah. Yeah. I'm a serious gym person. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, for the people who don't know us, which I don't think it's anyone who's listening. I think everybody who listens knows us. <laughs> but if you don't know <laughs> well, us, let's hope. Let's hope that we're we're reaching new people here. <laughs> but like, we're very uh, obviously very different uh, body types. <laughs> Mark is more Dothraki, and I'm like a middle aged <laughs> Russell from Up. So very different, very different gym goals, but. For as much as you went, I'm surprised you've never thrown up at the gym. Have you come close at the gym? No. No? No. I mean, yeah. Nope. I'm pretty, yeah, I don't know what it is, but my, I've got a pretty strong stomach. Mm, so. That's pretty good. I would I would have assumed no. at one point you would have lost a protein shake or a <laughs> <laughs> creatine <laughs> bar or something. <laughs> come on. Nope. So. Anyway, that's all. So, all right, let, let's get on to yeah, some uh, we'll, we'll, less disgusting news here. So, this is going to tie back to our episode, uh, our last monthly recap episode. We said that you were you were in line, or you were going to leave our record and go do your Force Friday shopping. So oh let's, my gosh! We got to hear what you ended up getting from Force Friday. Oh, I didn't even. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I didn't get as much as I thought I'd get. I got a porg. But, I see that. Yeah. Do you know it's what a porg is? I hate to do a spoiler for you. I know how well, sensitive you are. I know about as much as you were just holding. Okay. I know what they look like, and I know that they're a thing. I actually ended up getting a lot more stuff than I thought. Like I got, um, so I got some Black Series figures. I got. Well, uh, what were what was like the big ticket items that you got, or like the really cool ones? Uh, gosh, it was a lot of little stuff. It always ends up being a mm. lot of little stuff because there wasn't anything too. Too big. I like. I got Ray Speeder and Luke Speeder. You know the okay. the big that, the big ones. That was the one I was considering getting the Luke's Land Speeder, but uh, I don't know. I I didn't get it, but I think and I might get it eventually. But I'm not in a big hurry to get it. Uh, it doesn't seem like anything that came out is particularly hard to get. I think some of the pork yeah. stuff actually was some of the Funko Pop stuff. Right. Um, so I I got the. Uh, the Poe helmet, which is so cool. Yeah, is that Black Series? Uh, yeah. So I think they've done three, four Black Series helmets. So they, they did, did a Kylo Ren. Yeah. They did a Stormtrooper. They did a. It's not a Death Trooper helmet. It's just a black Stormtrooper helmet. Mm. I don't know if there's a specific name for it, but they did that. And then now the latest one is the Poe helmet. And I have to say, like, so they all have little sounds that they make. Um, but for the most part, the interaction is for like the outsider to hear mm -hmm. from the helmet. So it's either there's like a little microphone built in. So when you talk, it'll like, you know, amplify your voice or do like a voice changer type thing. Mm -hmm. The cool thing about this Poe helmet is that there's sound effects in the helmet. So the speaker is in the helmet. So it's, it's, as you wear it, it's supposed to simulate you flying in an X-Wing. <laughs> so it's like it's next level playtime where 
you can like I don't know if this is just because the time that I started talking like BB-8 also made a noise, but I think mm. it might be voice activated. So like you press the button and it makes all these like uh, X-wing noises and then like star like space battle noises and all this stuff. And then whenever I would say something, BB-8 would respond. So uh. I don't know if this is just wishful thinking, but this was really cool, like difference that the speakers were inside and it like made this different type of dynamic. Um, so the helmet. can people around you hear it though? Or, or is it just, uh, I mean, yes, but it's through this, the inside. So yeah. it's kind of muted. So it's, it's like 100% made, and built for the person wearing the helmet. And does it just play, or is there like a like a storyline or something, or is it like when you press a button? Uh, it's it's not as interactive as like the Sphero toys, mm-hmm. you know, where you you were talking about the Spider Man one, like it'll sense if you jump, yeah, and, right, right, uh, like motion sensors and all that stuff. Um, I think it's just like gives you uh more of like a soundtrack or sound effects to whatever you want to play, mm. you know. So you would you would create the story. But it just gives you noises, like an added, yeah. But added but noise. what triggers the noise? Like it just plays, like it just goes off. Oh, so or? you can you can turn it on, and then there's like a button to, mm. to initiate, and then again, I'm not a hundred percent certain if it's voice activated as well. But right. whenever I talked, BB-8 would, you know, make a noise. That's hilarious. So. so you're just sitting there like a crazy person having your own little story. Oh my gosh, happening. it's so cool. Yeah. These these are the things that like I wish I had when I was a kid. It's mm. so awesome. I did get the Sphero R two D two, which was pretty awesome. Uh, that's one oh, of the yeah. toys that uh, I would have gone nuts for as a kid. Like I think we did have variations on the remote control R two, but this one is by far I think uh, other than the size because it's pretty small. Um, mm-hmm. But just the the noises and the some of the pre programmed. Uh, like active actions he can do. They're really great. They did a nice job on that one. It's more, um, I don't know. It's more, it feels more, uh, because I like R2, I think more than BB-8, I feel more like uh, attached to this one. Yeah. Did you, um, have you watched the movies with R2 yet? I did a little bit just to test it. And it's, it's kind of cute. Like he just reacts like (laughs) R2 at certain points. Like, uh, there were is a couple it, of scenes where I wanted him to react more, uh, but, okay. but yeah, just, I'm not sure how exactly what's prompting it to do certain things or if it's the same every time. I'm not sure, but yeah, it was cute. Yeah. You know, there was an R2, like a, a moving R2 unit that's way bigger than this Sphero one, mm-hmm. but it's not, doesn't have as many features that came out like 10 years ago, maybe, um, I remember I got it from Sharper Image. Yeah, but it I remember was like that voice, one. Voice activated, and you can say a character's name, and if it was like a villain, he would make like a scared shriek or like a, you know, like a scared noise mm-hmm. or timid yeah. noise. And then if it was a friend or something, he'd like get really excited. Um, but that was a really fun one. This is like next level, the Sphero one, but it's yeah, like you said, it's a lot smaller. Yeah, so I think, you know. Give it a few years, and then I'll be in the market for a life-size R2-D2. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, um, let's see. Gosh, that was, yeah, that was exactly the last time we recorded, huh? Was That was just before. Yeah, it was the night before. I was leaving so that night, yeah, to go the, shopping. So, last month, you were going to do your midnight shopping mm-hmm. for Force Friday. 
Not tonight, but tomorrow night, I'm going to be doing something similar. Yeah. They have the Super Nintendo Classic coming out. I don't know if you've heard about this. Uh, I, I'm so confused with the Nintendo stuff lately. It seems like they're coming out with all these different consoles um, all the time. Well, they have... So last year, for last holiday season, they did the original Nintendo Entertainment System, a classic version. So it was the first Nintendo home console. Um, they made like a mini version mm-hmm. yeah. that had all that had like 30 preloaded games on it, and it sold out like a Mondo poster, like instantly. <laughs> and they didn't, so it was like physical stores. They were just gone the first day. Right. Um, and they didn't make enough to really keep up with the the demand so a lot of people were pissed and you could only find them you know from secondhand sellers who were like marking it up 300 to 500 dollars yeah which is ridiculous because i think it only costs like 60 um so they're marking it up quite a bit but the follow-up to that it comes out this week um and it's the super nintendo version i don't know if like if it's gonna be they have the similar problem where it's going to sell out and you're not going to be able to get one so i'm going to try and find like a 24-hour walmart and just go at midnight to pick up mine um and if that doesn't work i'm going to wake up super early and go to target and gamestop just go down the line until i can find one so i don't have to pay ridiculous prices uh but don't they uh are they doing anything for this specifically like usually they know that there's going to be this rush on these things. Do they, are they saying like, I've, I've been looking up for like, if they're going to do a, a release party or any sort of an, of an event, I haven't found any information on one. Hmm. So yeah, I'm not sure, but I know that like my best bet from reading these like blogs and forum posts that, uh, the 24 hour Walmarts are your best bet. So, this is this is again like the old system. Is it is it preloaded with games so, or do you get individual right, games? Right. It's it's the Super Nintendo. It's like a mini version of the Super Nintendo console, and there's 21 games preloaded. So you won't be able to add any games, but mm-hmm. it's just like what you hate the nostalgia factor that you have this. You know this beloved. <laughs> I don't hate console. nostalgia. What are you talking <laughs> yes, you about? Do. We all know. Uh, we all know. That's a new one. You're adding that. You're making it up as we go here. No, no, no. Listeners will back me up on this. We just one. did a Muppet show. How can I hate <laughs> nostalgia? If it's in your wheelhouse, you're okay with it. I but see. everything I else see. is well. No, I think it, you must admit this. This kind of uh, marketing is is genius and hilarious, right? Everybody had this thing back right. in the whatever '90s or '80s '90s. Uh, so the original one was the 80s, and I think the Super Nintendo was early 90s, I think. So everybody has this, goes crazy, sure. throws it away, and now they just bring it back, and you guys right. all go crazy and want it again because you threw right. it away. Like, <laughs> Well, actually, I have uh, a functional Super Nintendo, but mm-hmm. this, like, it breaks and it like, doesn't work 100% of the time. So this will be, like, an updated version where I can... It'll have, like, the hits, like, the you know, they're better titles, so... Yeah. It'll be easier to play just on this one little console and there's like there's better save features and it's I think it'll be a more reliable thing. And yes, yeah. they are they are totally just taking advantage of of all these people that 
I mean, it's totally, it's the nostalgia thing. Well, definitely. And, and again, a thing. yeah, no, it's fun. And it, but it, it reminds me of like, so like Disneyland will close down Space Mountain for like three years and then they bring it back, you know, and it's this big deal oh, because yeah. it's reopening after being, you know, they just took it away for three years. They didn't, you know, we refurbished it. It's, it's all clean and or, new. Uh, Captain EO. Yeah, like, exactly. But I mean, it just, about it. well, that and was, then it was gone for 10 years and then it came back and that's because he died. But yeah, but I mean, it's that same kind of marketing thing. Like you just take it away for a while and then you bring it back and it's like, everyone goes nuts yep. about it. It's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good idea. Uh, but speaking of things, I'll, I, you can, I wanted to show you this. This is again, we're not a video podcast, uh, but I got, I got this today. Have you seen these yet? Oh so no! This but I, so he's showing me it's a mystery Funko uh, Funko mystery box of uh, Troll Hunters. Have you opened it yet? No, I'm going to open it right, it right now. now. And oh. there's only a few that I really so, want. So I'm going to give which, you which character do you want? Uh, the, or which characters do you really want? The guy with all the eyes. What's his name? <laughs> Blinky. Blinky. So it's hilarious because if you can see it, you can't see because it's too small. But they have the big guys, and then they have like the human characters. Right. Uh, so the the weight of these boxes are wildly different. So you can oh, so you can actually feel it. Kind of, because oh, okay. there are like there's like one, two, three, four big guys. So uh-huh. uh, anyway, let me open these. If I don't want these, I'm going to give them to you because I know you <laughs> you love this show more than I do. This was a great play. show. Did you ever finish it? I love. I still it. haven't finished it, but they did announce a season two. Yeah. So. Um, that is coming out and i think it might be the last one because um the lead voice the lead character passed oh you you got the what's his name it's the son of the main villain oh it's the son of the main villain i didn't even know that that was a thing okay so i picked these heavy ones so this could be actually the same exact thing so oh man how many did you get i got two i got two okay well you got it what's the name of the character just read it Uh, off the box let's see that is it doesn't even give a name. It just says. All right. So we got that one guy. Yeah. They didn't give any <laughs> names on these. I guess you're supposed to know. Uh, but it does say. Uh, well, it shows how true fans we are. Yeah. Well, exactly. Okay. Uh, last one. Um, We're going to have to do uh, get some video equipment and do some uh, unboxing videos and start a. There you go. Oh, he is the cutest. Yeah. I'll keep him and I'll give you this ugly dude here. I don't know. who. Great. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, uh, check those out. They're pretty cool and they're not very expensive. I think it was like five bucks or something. Uh, Oh, cool. Where'd you end up getting it? I got these at Target, but I'm sure they're everywhere where there's. Oh yeah. You can find them all over the place. Because I don't think there is a property out there that doesn't have its own Funko line of something. Oh, you, you threw this or you sent me the link, um, for the, Disney afternoon blind boxes. Those look really cool. Yeah, I forgot. Those are, uh, when are those coming out? I can't even remember what it said. I don't remember the date, but I'll probably pick up some of those. Yeah, too. I think that's I, one of the, my favorite Funko lines. Like they really kind of stayed closer on model for those for some reason. I'm not, I'm not sure what it is exactly, but the design of those I really like. Yeah, yeah, those, those look great. Um, but we'll leave links to all this stuff so you guys can check out what we're actually talking about until we do get a video capabilities oh yeah i don't think we'll ever do a video (laughs) uh well i i don't know i was thinking about it because you know switching gears are going back to something we brought up last month again um and star wars related again i got the my pozu star wars shoes oh that's right Um, yeah and i was thinking about like the packaging is really cool 
And just for me, at least, like, that's almost the most exciting part is like the unveiling of this. So mm-hmm. as I was opening these shoes, I thought it'd be cool if we were able to share this somehow, um, you know, with people so they can see, because this isn't something, a shoe that you can get easily. Mm-hmm. Like they're available and you can buy them, but they're, I think they're an English based company. So they're out of England yeah. Yeah. and they're, um, yeah, it's just, they're really cool shoes. So I don't know. I thought it could be something fun to share with our listeners there, at some point, maybe. I, I didn't really read much about the company, but there's supposed to be some kind of uh, like there's an ethical bent to their right. production. So right? they're they're like it's all organic materials. Mm-hmm. It's um, they yeah. I don't want to speak out of turn, but it's it's like yeah, organic materials. It's good for the environment. Um, I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to make some stuff up. Yeah, right exactly. Now, so yeah, just better not. Stuff right there. Better but not. Yeah, the um, as far as the shoe goes, I, this is maybe one of the dorkier things I've ever said. Mm. But I, when I put them on my feet, I literally feel cooler. Not like temperature wise, but like my cool factor goes up a couple points. Mm. And it's it's ridiculous because I always wear them with jeans, and they're like kind of the high top. They look like a high top converse. Right. So the like the Star Wars parts of it are covered by my pants. So it's not like I can show off my fandom or how cool these shoes are. I just know how cool they are. So I feel cooler as I wear them. The the ridiculous part is that you feel cool wearing Star Wars shoes. That's that's the ridiculous <laughs> part. We have come a long way. That that is that's where we're at now. That's all. but they are. I like the shoes a lot. They're all of them in the line are, are very nice, and I always like when they do kind of a more subtle approach. Like it's not as a right, it's not a crazy right. shoe. That they have some like the Chewbacca ones kind of. Crazy. I was just gonna say, well, what about those Chewbacca? But even those, <laughs> they're kind of you know like they could pass as like a, a weird UGG or something. But um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I like them. I'm I'm so surprised you're gonna wear them. I didn't know if you were the kind that like. Oh, I, so they, I'm kind of disappointed that they released after I already ordered and received my shoes. So I got the black, a black pair and a red pair. Mm -hmm. Um, but they released this limited edition bronze pair. So they're only, it's, they're doing pre-orders and I think they're going to stop pre-orders once they hit a thousand sales. So they'll make it to whatever your shoe size is, but they're only selling a thousand of them. So, so did you like, did you figure out the European uh, crossover for your shoe size? For me, for my foot, yeah. I don't know how it would work for you or somebody else, but um, but I for mean, me, did you do it on your own or did they have it on the site? Uh, it's weird because like their traditional line has one size chart, and then the Star Wars line has another chart. Oh, so I got a little confused. Like I was looking at their their normal shoe line conversion and. Then I looked at theirs and I was like, okay, are, like, which one should I go off of? Is one of a mistake and one of them is more accurate? Yeah. So anyways, I got I got lucky. And uh, for anybody listening that happens to be a size 12 US, if you are looking to get these shoes, I got the size 45 euro. So euro size 45 equals 45. a US 12. Huh. Yeah. So interesting. Uh, did, there you go. Are they, and it fits me really well. They're comfortable. Are they like, uh, are they like Converse? Yeah. So it's, it's, oh, it's so much better than Converse. So Converse is just like, you know, a really thin piece of cloth almost that just goes over your foot. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, it's really, really thick and padded. Mm. So the material is, 
is a lot more cushion in there and it's yeah it's super comfortable um and it goes up your ankle and gives you like a nice hug um yeah, yeah these are the really old cool. man questions about shoes like is it is it arch <laughs> like how's the arch support of the shoe <laughs> uh if you if you need arch support you might need to add an in or your own uh what do you call it is it insole yeah in there yeah, yeah. well because like converse are very flat like they're just yeah, Converse oh, and Vans. I are cannot super wear flat. those. I like it kills my feet to wear those shoes. Yeah, which you, you would know. have to add some extra support yeah. if you need them. But I mean, I highly recommend them. If you like, we'll leave uh, show notes, and we've posted so much. Yeah, about we these have shoes just because I love them and they think they're super cool. But there's a ton of different styles. Like, like I just said, they have now this bronze limited edition. So yeah, I kind of um, want to see the a, bronze oh. one in person. Cause like, I think the bronze oh aspect gets kind of lost in the photo, but uh, I do like those. I, I was considering. So those. if I were to get this pair, then the bronze ones would like be, you know, on display somewhere in mm. my star Wars room. The, yeah, but I think, so I had, I known I would have got a black pair and then the bronze pair, but I got they for men it comes in black, white and red and then there is the bronze version. So I got one pair, you know, you need one pair. So hurry up Jared, you got to get one. Yeah, I should. You need one pair. Two pairs is like splurging and I think three pairs is just overboard. So I don't think I can justify getting three pairs of the same shoe. Well, someone had sent me something but, online that they were having, uh, this was like a week ago, so it, it could be over now, but they were doing free international shipping, which I would yeah, imagine I think, is considerable. Uh, I didn't, I got it before that happened mm. and I think it wasn't ridiculous. It maybe was like 20 bucks, give or take. So it wasn't oh. like outrageous. Okay, well, that's good. Hey, you know, speaking of shipping, uh, since we last talked, I signed up for Amazon Prime. <laughs> Yes, and how much nonsense have you purchased since? I cannot believe. Like, so at first, you know, once we once you do it, you feel like, okay, well, now you got to use Amazon for everything to make it oh, worthwhile, I, I, right? Like, like mm. so I, I didn't realize they had this same day shipping. Crazy. Okay, this is this is just insane. I cannot wrap my head around this either. They have same day shipping on items that cost like five dollars. Yeah. So, and then that a lot of times now, I mean, I don't know if you've run into this or noticed this um, being a prime newbie here, but <laughs> they have, so they have accounts with all the major shippers, right? Right. So they get, there's UPS sometimes will drop stuff off. FedEx will sometimes drop stuff off the post office, but then they also have Amazon drivers. Yeah. And then another layer, they have like just random people that they contract out to deliver stuff. So if you're paying for like a $5 item yeah, they, and some random person delivers it to you same day, they're paying that guy probably more than the, you know, what they get from that sale from you. So it's I have as no if, idea how It's as if they call your neighbor and say, can you bring Jared a dozen eggs? Because he just called us and said he needs <laughs> eggs. Like, like that's what it feels like. like it's so I, bizarre. I woke up and I was, you know, looking through my social media stuff and I'm like, oh, that over the garden wall book is out today. I'm like, Oh, I forgot to, Oh yeah. You know, I'm like, I want to pick that I, up. And so then I'm like, ah, I'll just order it same day later that afternoon. I had it. I mean, it's smart insane. because you end up ordering more than you probably should, you know, like, um, Oh yeah, no, I totally do. And it's 
because the free shipping and it gets you to you so quickly. But I, I ordered the same thing and I just opened my uh, Over the Garden Wall book. I haven't like thumbed through it because I literally just got it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I I cannot wrap my head around how Amazon does this free shipping and like no less, you know, some items same day free shipping. That's just, right. It's insane. And then on other things, like if you don't, uh, we're just doing a big advertisement here for Amazon Prime, but it, <laughs> it's like if you don't do the same day shipping when it's an option, they give you like these vouchers. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So it's like, thank you for not choosing same day. Here's $5 towards, you know, uh, pantry or whatever. Yeah. Like it's it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. But it is spoiling me. Like if anything else says, well, we'll get it to you in two days. I'm like, two days? Ugh. What is this? The, what is so, this? Two thousand five. Like the bad, the bad side, or the like. Yeah, the negative of that is being, and you ship some stuff, uh, some of your art sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Being somebody that sells any product online, people get spoiled and like yep. almost expect free shipping or really quick shipping. Well, so. yeah, because we live in the real world. Amazon is in its own world. Like, you know, yeah, for us, we're like, we're going to charge you three times the shipping and it's going to take you about a month to get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if it takes that long, but it's, uh, I mean, if I get complaints from people that buy like pins and prints from us, mm-hmm. if I don't send them like tracking within a week yeah, and it's just like, you know, over a week, maybe you can send a, a note or like, you know, ask what's going on. But anything less than that, I feel like, you know, you have a, at least a week to get their order together. Like, I don't know. I think you just have to say everything up front, right? Like, say it's going to yeah. take two weeks Even when really it's going to take one. Yeah. Like, you just have to, like, prepare people for the worst because, yeah, I think... <laughs> There's still people that get grumpy. I'm not going to tell any stories here, I think but it's, it's a little dramatic sometimes. Social media has made everybody very good about complaining. Everybody knows how to complain oh, yeah. very yeah. well now. Uh, and, and to jump on the horn right away and say, I don't think this is how a company should treat uh, their customers. And then, you know, they're very used to yeah. people coming on right away and being like, oh, how can we make this better for you? So, uh, you know, in some cases, yeah. I'm all for that. Other times I'm like, you know... It's like a, you know, it's a, you're not going to die if you don't get that Wonder Woman DVD, you know, (laughs) by (laughs) Thursday. Like it's, everything's going to be okay, really. So, but yeah, Yeah. we are, uh, we're loving it and taking full advantage of it more so than I, than I thought we would. So I blame you for all the Amazon. Well, it's awesome. I can't believe you haven't jumped on already. And I think um eventually we'll become amazon affiliate so definitely in addition to uh, to telling everybody who's listening to rate and review us on itunes we're gonna say oh if you ever want to go amazon shopping be sure you stop by squaredco.org first and hit that amazon link (laughs) so and then get get ready everyone that's right it's coming um so okay the last thing from last episode Mm. or how do I say it? Last month's okay. recap. The last month's recap. The last thing I'm going to bring up from last month's recap is a Coke Zero update. Oh, geez. So they, uh, last I said like, oh, it's okay. It's a nice uh, replacement for the Coke Zero sugar. I have an update to that and I freaking hate it. It. I hate Coke Zero sugar. Mm. I'll still probably drink it because I don't, I don't want to go full Coke, but 
it, it tastes just like regular Coke. And I think the reason I like Coke Zero is that it was it was its own flavor. Now, and I get why they're doing it. I think probably more people are interested in having a product that tastes just like Coke, but, you know, with the Zero everything. Right. Um, but for me, I liked the distinct taste and flavor that I got from Coke Zero. But now it is just it's too close to Coke and I do not like it. How much soda are you drinking here? Like I, I really don't drink a lot of soda. So I go to the movie I go at, oh. to the movies at least once a week. Right. And you like to get more. your big popcorn and yep. your big so soda. So I always get a Coke Zero when I go to the movies and now it's just I mean don't get me wrong. I'm still going to do it, but I'm going to be less happy about it. So that's harder because I'm still seeing Coke Zero everywhere. Like you can still get it. Obviously, it's running out, right? Like it's it's yeah, going away. Yeah. But the movie theater as far as is the, a different. The fountains go. I don't know, like if they made that transition already and they just didn't. Oh, I'm sure they did the the signage or whatever. Yeah. Um, Unless they have all the, these boxes of the syrup. In the back, yeah, for some yeah, reason. I'm not sure how that. that but I always working. think uh, fountain drinks taste different than the bottle drinks, anyway, don't you? Oh yeah. So every way you drink, like you consume your soda, it's there's little differences in like how it tastes. So like out of a can is going to taste a little bit different than out of a bottle, than out of you know a liter if you pour it into a cup, than a fountain drink. So it's all the same but different. Um, so do you hate yeah. Pepsi? Like, I know it's obviously uh, not your choice, but like, if you go. So, I like Pepsi, regular Pepsi, more than regular Coke. Mm. But I like Coke Zero, was my all time. Yeah. And now, I don't know. I'm going to have to try whatever Pepsi's equivalent to Coke Zero is. Give that one a shot. Mm. Yeah, I don't even know. But there's no, there's no, uh, there's no movie theater. Every movie theater is Coke. They all do Coke. Like, Pepsi. Well, Coke seems to be ever. Like, I'm always surprised when someone says, Pepsi, you know, when they, they say, is Pepsi okay? You know, I'm always taking it back because I'm always fine with Pepsi. Like I grew up drinking Pepsi more so than Coke, but, um, yeah, uh, it, it is surprising. It's, uh, it's rare. It's, it's like, it's so Pepsi and Coke are the two big, like cola brands, but Coke is like just dominating. I think it's, it's rare to find a restaurant or anywhere that serves Pepsi products over Coke. The only time I get excited about soda anymore is when they have those crazy Coke machines. Uh, I don't even know what they're called. You know where it's got all the buttons? You can pick, oh, like, yeah. mix them and match them. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. They have that at, like, every movie theater I go to. Mm. What, do you not, do you go to, like, old-timey I, drive I honestly, I, I rarely <laughs> ever get uh, soda. Like, I just... Like even when I go to the movies oh, now, yeah. I don't even get a lot of food. So it just, it depends. Yeah, I know. We went to see Rogue One with you and yeah. I was severely disappointed by your, you being unable to finish a popcorn. Uh, wait, well, I, we had just eaten dinner. That was, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ate dinner too. Dinner. I was there. And the look on your face, and I'll never forget <laughs> when I asked you if you wanted to share the popcorn. Like, like, uh, oh, hell no. I know. Like, jeez. So this is. This is funny. I went so when I went to see it, I saw it with my mom, <laughs> and I have this speech. I have this speech with whoever I go to the movies with. I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna share my popcorn or my drink with you. If you want something, I will buy you whatever you want. But, but do not. If you want one piece, I'm buying you your own. But why? Why is it? Is it like a weird like you don't want people's hands touching it? No, I have a weird. So this is probably like an. Uh, what do you call it? an OCD type thing yes. where like 
I mentally, and I do this with when I eat too, like mentally I'll, I'll finish my popcorn in relation to my soda. So like they, I'll go to 75% around the same time and then 50% for both and then 25. If I get other people jumping in there, it ruins the whole, you know, <laughs> the, the ratio of my popcorn to soda. Mm. So what medications are you on? <laughs> Uh, funny you should ask. Uh, no, it's currently zero, but maybe I should look into that. That is so crazy. That is so... Uh... And it's like, so if I go, let's see, like, I don't know, a Mexican restaurant, you know, you get rice beans and then like... Oh, geez. Uh, so you have to eat it all. Chicken or whatever. Yeah. So I'll do like a bite of chicken, a bite of rice and a bite of beans, whatever. Like I'll proportionately eat and drink the stuff. So like when I get to the last bite, it's a little bit of everything and it's all done that's a crazy person but i mean i know or people have a lot of I'll, these food things like this yeah there's some people that like you know they separate and nothing can touch yeah or they eat all of one thing first you know like they, yeah and then they'll go around yeah. um my thing like sometimes i won't even take different bites i'll just make it like one big mush i'll bring it all in and then i'll eat it like that <laughs> <laughs> did you have parents I'm just <laughs> it's curious. They let me eat however I want. Well, that's that's very nice of them. Uh, uh, speaking of eating, if I may transition, uh, guess where guess where it. I had dinner since the last time. Oh, we, we don't want to know. We don't care. Come on, this is like old news. This is old. I gotta say it. I think every single recap we've had. That's right. To, all right, so let's hear it. Where did you go eat? Jared. Uh, it's a little place called Club 33. So now. Oh, weird. Weird. This time I got to eat in the dining room. And this is the first time I've eaten in the dining room. Uh-huh. Uh, it was just, uh, yeah, just for dinner. It wasn't like hanging out or anything like that. So, um, mm-hmm. and it's nice to just be able to, anytime you get a chance, it's nice to feel superior to everybody around you <laughs> at Disneyland. <laughs> so you got to take advantage of it when you can, you know? Yes, um, yes, yes. But I will say, like, it was very nice. It's a, it's just basically like a fancy dinner, right? Like, that, yeah. that's what I thought. Um, I thought the club, when I had gone over to the lounge side, I thought that was a little bit more fun. Because you're just having yeah. drinks and you're talking. It's a lot more social. Like, it was very, uh, you know, it's very quiet formal. in there. Yeah, and it was very formal. So yeah. uh, it wasn't, you know, it's nice to well, do it. Probably- it but. It probably depends on like the party you go with yes. too. So if it's more like people you're actually close to and can kind of, you know, get a little bit, I don't want to say wild, but you know, like, you know, you're more comfortable with, you might be a different, have a different experience. Yeah. No, I, yeah, you're right. You're right. And if it's like a member or if it's like a, a bigger group, right. I think it's more fun. Uh, but like, it's weird because there's, and I think you touched on this a little bit when we talked about your visit the the range in there is crazy. You've got people oh, who yeah. are just guests yeah. of members, so they're just everyday normal people like us. And then mm. you have obviously, and you don't know them, but you can tell that these are extremely rich people <laughs> that are eating yeah. next to you. You know, yeah, uh, like they're so rich. They're not like fancy rich. They're so rich that they're like slumming it at Club Thirty Three. You know, <laughs> and yeah. like the lady next to us, it was a family, and it's always you know when they're super rich like that, it's like a weird. Like the parents look so old and the kids look so young. And you're like, is that their grandparents <laughs> or their mo-? like she sent back the champagne? Like it was something was wrong oh, with the champagne. No. And uh, it was just like 
so weird to be that close to, to all of that. And you can kind of hear remember, their conversation. And they brought them stuff that uh, wasn't like on that, the yeah. menu. Oh, that's a little too snooty for like me. Like, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if they were, like, I don't know. But it was just... I had that, too, when I went. Somebody was like, oh... I don't even order from the menu. It's like, okay, yeah. relax, buddy. <laughs> but of course it was, you know, it's fun. It's an experience. Uh, we got to go out on yeah. the the terrace area. We finally, and, and finally got to literally look down on yeah. the, the normal folk there. Pour your drinks down over them and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you only, you only poured the drink. I poured the glass. I just threw the glass down there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, but it was fun. I mean, it was it was very nice. Same guy who got me into the lounge, obviously, got me in here, and he was just he's such a nice guy. Like he got us uh, VIP. Well, he took us to to VIP seats for fireworks in front of the castle, oh, cool. which I've never done before. I didn't even notice that they had it, but it's like this whole roped off section with either. chairs and. And it was very nice. And uh, like it was a nice way to watch fireworks because we never wait around for fireworks like that. So, but yeah. it is funny. Like, so it's just a roped off section and it's just packed with people all around you, obviously, in that front, you know, the hub section. Yeah. Uh, and so the VIP section wasn't completely filled. Um, mm-hmm. So people kind of ducked under the ropes to sit in the chair. And it's amazing how quickly you turn into, you know, just the biggest jerk and you're like, hey, 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 hey. right uh that's funny you say that so for i went to my first you know i've worked with house of blues the past like year or so doing all these different skate decks and like miscellaneous design jobs right i finally went to my first concert there and because like you know i have a relationship there i got hooked up the kind of vip treatment Mm -hmm. i went with one of my friends and so the House of Blues, the way it's set up, it's two stories when you look when you go to their concert hall, and the first story or the first floor is just standing room only. And then there's like a balcony that goes kind of around the perimeter mm-hmm. of the bottom standing room area. And like maybe the first there's two rows of actual chairs um around the balcony. Yeah. And then there's standing room behind that upstairs. So there's maybe like 50 actual chairs or seats. um, And I got like front and center in these seats. And they're like, they're super nice. They're like, uh, like movie theater seats. And you can like actually recline in them. Oh, like Sinopolis. Not, it doesn't have the legs. You can just like physically lean back in okay it. but yeah it's pretty it's pretty nice and then they have like actual vip hostess mm-hmm. will come into these seated areas so they will come to you and take your order but they oh, they don't do that for anybody else it's just people who pay to get or like have access to these seats but is it like um, a separate like a box like how they do it like sporting um, events or is it kind are of, you mixed in it, with the common folk no you're definitely there's a separation for sure mm. <laughs> there's like it's not anything. I think it's just like one of those, like a a cue, uh, not a rope, but you know what I'm talking about, like a line cue yeah, kind of thing. Right, right. Um, so you, like, and there's a security guy off in the corner that like monitors and make sure people don't just mm-hmm. go sit in there. Um, but anyways, the reason I bring this up or what made me think of this is like I'm up here sitting with my friend and like normally we'll just be if we go to a concert we're the standing room guys, but we get here for like 30 minutes and we're like. Man, I can't believe we used to stand down <laughs> yes, there. Yes, you, like, <laughs> you very quickly adjust. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's just like... Who did you go see? Is it The Midnight again, dear Lord? Oh, I, I wish. Yeah. No, it was a band called City in Color. It was 
It's like a Canadian band, rock band, I guess. They're similar to Dashboard Confessional, but less less popular. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've yeah, I've never been even inside that uh, concert part of uh, House of Blues. So next time we go, we should I want to just like poke my head. Oh yeah, at the very least, uh you should get like a little tour and just see the room so I can show off all of our skateboard decks. Yeah. Done. Yeah, I haven't been there since <laughs> we went. I mean, right after it opened, I think was when we went that that first time. Not too long after it opened, we went. Yeah, it was yeah, I think it was March, so it was yeah, like maybe a couple of weeks after it opened. Uh, so have you gone to the movies since we talked last? I know we saw it. We did the it review, but, uh, have you gone otherwise? Of course. What did you see? I just, anything good? Uh, oh my gosh. I don't, uh, I see something all the time. I literally can't think of one. Are you serious? You had, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I, and I, I just did like four days ago too. Uh, I can't even, I I can't even think of what's out. What was it? What came out? Okay. Something. So I watched, continuing my uh, <laughs> movie reviews of movies from last year or <laughs> six months ago, whatever. Uh, I watched Alien Covenant. Did you end up seeing that one? Ugh. Yeah, I did. It was terrible. I did. Oh, yes. That's exactly what I thought. Like, it was, <laughs> I was so upset with that movie. Like, ugh, just. Did you see Prometheus? Yes. I've seen all the Alien films and. I mean, yeah, they're they're spotty at best. <laughs> well, Prometheus at least tried to kind of tried to be something different. I, I don't think it succeeded, but you know, it wasn't. No. This one was like a joke. It was like a parody of an alien film. I thought. I. I yeah. I didn't. I really didn't like either of them at all. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. Like, I didn't care for Prometheus, but at least it hinted at some bigger thing. Like this one made it. It made the like. Uh, I don't want to get into it. It's it's like, uh, <laughs> I mean, you might not think it's this bad, but it's like the prequels for Star Wars. It's just, it it for me, it doesn't even really feel like it fits in the or exists in the same universe. Well, no, it feels like, like Prometheus. They try to do something like way different, right? Like right. like redefine it and make it interesting and cool, and it it wasn't. And then this felt like, oh, we're trying to pander now and try to. They tried to make it fit into the aliens universe, but it was like a weird, oh, it was so st- like middle ground. But it was so between- stupid. Like, oh, Danny McBride's in it. He's wearing a cowboy hat. He must not follow the rules. <laughs> you know, like it was so, yeah. so silly and just. Oh, I was. I can't believe I finished it because usually I get so bored with it, I turn it off. But yeah. I saw it in theater, so I didn't really have much of a choice. But I probably would have turned it off. Did you go see if Mother? I were at home and watching it. Oh no, that that looks too. That, I mean, it got terrible reviews, and it. I don't understand like what what's. I have no idea what to expect. Yeah, going to see that. It but, sounds yeah. insane. Like I, it sounds annoying just from reading the description of it. Because when I was just seeing the ads, I thought, oh, it just looks like some kind of thriller, or you know. But it sounds it yeah. sounds much crazier than that. So I think I'll just well, wait on that one. The reviews that I read about it were like it was trying too hard to be like extra artsy. You yeah, know? no, like just definitely just for the just just to be that way. And I don't know. There's there's nothing about it that's really appealing to me. So I'm totally fine skipping that one altogether. Mm-hmm. So you you but, honestly um, can't remember what you saw? That's so sad. That I guess you do go to the movies quite a bit then if you can't remember the last film. Um, oh, Kingsman. Yeah, oh, that's what it was. How was it? Right. 
Uh, it, it's just like the first one, but a sequel, you know, just for me, the best way I would describe it is like a teenage 007 crossed with a Marvel superhero movie. But it's all like Americanized this time, isn't it? Like with the crossover with the, uh, the American um, characters or no? Kind of. So, I mean, I don't know how much you want me to give away or talk about it right now. Oh, no, you don't have to give it away. But, uh, I mean. Yeah, they there's an American angle to oh yeah well i mean just from the ads you see all these characters in it like channing tatum and yeah everybody so yeah all right well you can save that for a a different review thing um all right well we'll uh let's move on to non-movie talk for a second here this is uh so a couple now it's like almost two months ago but a few episodes ago we had steven silver on Mm -hmm. and i just want to touch on this really quick because he had every once in a while actually regularly he'll do his is it a monday i think so yeah monday art talks art art mondays yeah. yeah where he'll just you know talk maybe it's something inspirational maybe it's a story that's happened to him recently or just a topic that he wants to bring up um i don't know if this was tied to an art monday talk or discussion but he talked about this um like an issue with design contests and art contests um, and I just wanted to talk about it really quick and like give you my two cents and kind of hear what your perspective is on this journey. Yikes. So in <laughs> and we don't have to get too deep if you don't want to, but I mean whatever. So basically, the issue is or I'll talk about specifically what he was talking about. And this is something that we both love. It's uh, Jim Henson's The Dark Crystal. They're having a contest to, like an open call to our all artists and illustrators to come up with and design their own character that may exist in the dark crystal universe so that's like the down and dirty version of the contest the and you know they have a lot of design contests that exist that have similar um what do you call it like parameters or similar asking like what they're asking you to to give them um you know, there's there's Threadless that has like an open call for T-shirt designs. There's things like this come up all the time. But the issue that he had with this one, and I kind of feel the same way, is once you submit your entry, whether you win or not, just you submitting artwork, they own your submission. Of course. So whatever you come up with. Yep. They can use it if they want to. And by you submitting it, you're agreeing to letting them do that. No matter, like no questions asked. So you're basically giving them free work. Um, that's where I have the issue. I don't. I think if there's nothing wrong with these art contests, um, you know, like I mentioned Threadless. They have this open call that's just 365 every day of the year until that company doesn't exist anymore. Um, the difference with the Threadless submission, you can submit a T-shirt design and art, and you retain the rights to it whether they use it or not. If they do choose it, you they pay you royalties for however many T-shirts they sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they don't use it, it just they don't use it, and you get the rights back to whatever artwork you submitted. Um, I think that's fine. If you know going into it that there's a chance they won't use it, and you want to you know devote time and energy into this artwork, knowing that it may not turn into anything, you know like that's on you. But if they may take that art and not pay you for it. I think, I do think that that is wrong. Yeah. I mean, okay. So here's the thing. Uh, we have to look at it from a, 
I think you have to look at this from a corporate point of view. And this is exactly what it is. Now, I know it seems like it's the big evil company trying to get work for free from people, uh, from young (laughs) artists that don't know any better and that are going to just sign away their amazing art. One, you know how much crap they're going to get? But but two, here's the thing. It's like the same thing when people submit screenplays and how they say, do not send us your screenplay. We will not open your screenplay. <laughs> we will not read it. And it's not because they're like, oh, well, we're just looking for free screenplays. It's because if they get uh, you know, a screenplay submitted and they say they read it, but then they didn't like it and they pass on it, but then they make a movie later on that's similar to it. Now that person right, is suing right. and saying... So that's exactly, yeah. I think, what they're doing with this. They're covering their bases. They're saying, if you're going to submit to this, we're going to own it to avoid any future claims that they're using your character, they, they most likely will not be using anything. And I don't think that they're doing it with this intention yeah. of trying to get all this free work, uh, you know, and again, the, the prize is that your design may appear as a background character in the movie may appear. There's no guarantee. It's not like they're saying, yeah. make our main character and then we're going to use it and exploit it like crazy. Like that's where I have the problem. When the, when the companies say uh, design our logo, and we're going to use this logo moving <laughs> forward on absolutely everything. And you'll get paid for it once. Like, that's where you start getting yeah, into the y- problem. You'll get $100 right. for so one logo. Those are the kinds of things where they're saying instead of where we would normally hire someone, you know, we're going to ask for the free work to be done. And so I think there's a big right. difference in, in those kinds of asks. Um, so, I mean, I always think if people didn't like these things, they wouldn't do it right like if no one did it we wouldn't have these contests and it's just fine and stuff like that it's it's always weird for me to think like oh let's everybody's too dumb to understand what's happening here so we should step (laughs) in and say uh no no don't do this contest and stuff like that Uh, so i don't know it's it's no i don't i don't think that they're trying to take advantage um but i do think that people should be aware of like kind of the fine print and what they're signing up for right i mean again if you're aware of all this stuff and you still think it's fine, like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but I just, but those are, do think those were clearly the rules. So if they post the rules and people choose not to read them, which believe me, I'm sure is the case, as you can tell from, you know, any post you've ever done, people don't read things. (laughs) (laughs) No. So that's right. I mean, I get, I get the argument that, that they're asking for, you know, it's weird that they're owning all this stuff, but, um, I think for like, I would hate to say that they should never do these kind of creative contests. Cause I think that's kind of fun and exciting oh, for, no. for certain people. Um, yeah. But no, I think it is too, because so there's, there's other people or organizations that do it where they'll have like a call to, I think right now, by the time you're hearing this, this contest will be over, but they're doing um, a poster design contest for the new Blade Runner movie. Mm. So it, it's the exact same principle. So like you upload your own poster art and they'll pick, I don't remember if it's one or three or, you know, a few um, winners. Like the director is going to thumb through all these submissions and he's going to pick the a winner that's going to be potentially used for other promo and marketing stuff. So like... I think that's fine. Again, I think the threadless stuff is fine. I just, you've got to make sure if you're choosing to participate in this, you know, don't go in it expecting to win and just make sure that like you read the fine print and you 
are happy with the potential to get or not get whatever it is they're offering. I just always think like, okay, so ultra professional people, people who are working at a very professional level, doing whatever. I mean, we're, we're talking about the design stuff here, so we'll, we'll stick to that. Most likely, those are not the people that are going to be entering oh, no, these there's, contests. There's no way they're going to. Right. So, no. I mean... Uh, this is like uh, fanboys that happen to be somewhat artistic. And if it was a smaller company, people don't get as upset, right? Like, people tend to be less like, oh, it's the big evil corporation coming after these these little guys. And, and think yeah. about how, like... I mean, I can only speak for myself here, but how like I'll do a lot of these gallery shows because I think it's fun and it's exposure and you get your name out there and you're part of this bigger project. And that's great. Um, But you and I both know how very little money you make off of these things. You know, even if you were to sell, even if your print was popular or something like that. I mean, it's the rare case that something like this can really take off and you make substantial money. So eh, I think in the long run for most of these things, the, the loss is very small, you know, like, yeah. so eh, I don't know. It's, it's weirder if like, like what I don't like is when you're applying for a job or people say, Oh, we're interested in your work. And this happens before, not so much anymore for me, but before they'd say, well, why don't you send us some samples we're having everybody send us some samples of this character we've come up with and we're going to pick oh, from there. That's yeah. terrible. <laughs> like that is wrong. Yeah. Um, I think that kind of stuff is, is crazy. Um, because that's what I always say with my clients when I was doing more like, uh, original character designs, I'd say like, look, the, mm. the, the, the charge will be higher up front because I'm giving you the concepts um, it's not at the end right. when I've just gone through the motions of working this out in color and illustrating stuff. I'm giving you the concepts. That's what really what they're buying. Uh, because if you charge them like, you know, very low for the concept, what's to keep them from just taking that concept and having someone else do it or, or doing it in house. So I don't know. It's it, that's, yeah. that's where things start getting a little tricky, but, uh, for these kinds of things, I don't know. I just feel like Especially this particular Dark Crystal one, I feel like uh, the intentions seem fine. Especially with this company, uh, this Dark Crystal contest, I feel like their intentions are are fine. Yeah, no, I, I don't think that any, they're trying to take advantage of anybody either. It's just, it's an interesting topic and something that I've heard come up, you know, off and on throughout the past few years. Um, and just, I don't know, something interesting I thought might be worth talking about, especially since it's currently happening and we had a previous guest come on and he was, uh, yeah. sharing his, his perspective on the whole yeah, thing. No, I know it's so a, if you haven't, it's a controversial topic, but I think it's like, it comes yeah, down to the sure. specifics. Like you really have to look at the specifics. Yeah. But. So, um, before we jump over to kind of talking about the podcast we're at, let me ask you, do you have anything else exciting that happened to you for the month uh, that you want to bring gosh, up? Gosh, you know, I've been so busy. Like, I'm getting ready to leave for Hawaii, which is very exciting. Actually, by the time this Ooh. airs, Poor you. I should be in Hawaii. <laughs> so I'd like you to end this episode with some Hawaiian music or something. Um, okay. No, I've been and working like crazy to try to get projects <laughs> done uh, before I leave. Uh, and so, and then I've got all the stuff that's just piled up at the end of the year this year. So it's like, I haven't been doing a lot of, uh, fun stuff, but, um, I do have a baby book come out my first Christmas, uh, one of the Disney baby ones. It's one of those touch and feel books. Um, turned out really cute. Yeah. But that came out this month. 
Is that a board? Like yeah, a board it's like book? a baby board book. Um, so we did my first Halloween, cool. and then Christmas just came out, and um, yeah, they did a really nice job on this. I'm excited about this one. So that is in. So stores. we can we'll leave links for that, so you can go pick it up uh, on Amazon, yep. right? <laughs> Amazon. That's Prime right. It Get it same, same day, day delivery. <laughs> So uh, that's been about me. And what about you? Other than the podcast, anything to wrap up on for professional stuff? Um, not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just say no. But there's one. Okay. Yeah, so that's it. Well, let's jump over to the podcast. So this was actually like a, a lighter month, if you will, as far as the podcast goes. Be Just in terms of episodes, like we only had one per week this month which is like a pretty drastic change because the last month we had two per week. So we went from eight, I think in August, maybe even more Mm -hmm. down to just four in September. But we actually did do something, a lot of different things in September. We had our first roundtable episode. I know, I think maybe since the beginning of the podcast, we've been hinting at this roundtable thing. We finally did Mm -hmm. it. Um, and before that we had our first movie review where we teamed up with the scary movie ice cream podcast guys and reviewed the movie it. So if you haven't already listened to both of those episodes, be sure you go back and check those out. So how did you think those went? Like that was the first time we've done a movie review or a round table. Let's start with the movie review. How did you think, how did it go for you? Uh, I had a lot of fun and I mean, in my opinion, I think that one went really well. I don't know if it's because our guests were, you know, they were all, they also do a podcast and they have chemistry on their end because, you know, they're good friends and they do this regularly. And then we have our own thing going. So like think just together that whole dynamic worked. Um, I know sometimes when we have multiple guests on, it can get a little bit tricky, Um, but Mm -hmm. they, you know, they knew how to like feed off of each other and, kind of play off of each other. So I don't know. I think the whole dynamic was really good. As far as like the content goes, I think, I mean, that was fine too. As for our first movie review, I think we did, we did a pretty good job. I think it was a good movie to start with too. And and we lucked out because uh, Mike had read the book. Yeah. They had both seen the miniseries and I think we both had seen very little uh, before the movie. So yeah, I had um, no knowledge of it going into it. So, yeah, we kind of owe a debt of gratitude to them for, one, bringing their audience to it, which I think they definitely did because they posted it on on their site, Uh, but also that they had uh, a good perspective on the film that we wouldn't have had uh, without them. So, uh, yeah, so thank you to to those guys, to Cole and Mike, for coming on and and doing that. Yeah. Uh, What about the Muppets Roundtable? How do you think that went? That was was good, too. I mean, so that was a lot of fun. I think that one was Mm -hmm. probably more fun just because it's something that all the parties involved with that conversation were, I mean, from what I can tell, just true Muppet fans, and it had been a part of their lives their entire life. Um, yourself included. Yeah. So it was fun. My only issue with that one is I think it was, there was no like real conversation. So it was all just, I love the Muppets. I love this. For me, I think, I don't know. I tried to kind of be this guy in it a little bit, but I couldn't because it's something that I really do enjoy. But like, we need some sort of a, a dick <laughs> in the mix. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> somebody just to maybe go against the grain or like have a different perspective or raise certain questions. So I think, as much as you may not look forward to this, the Ninja Turtles one might be good because you are the outsider and you can bring, I mean, different perspective and maybe you don't like a lot of the things that the Ninja Turtles are or is. So I think we need to have some sort of a different dynamic or at least 
maybe not somebody who is not a fan, but at least a different perspective or a different type of fan. Well, I think the Muppets brings with it a specific uh, affection, right? Uh, you know, nostalgia and affection. And and there's, you know, we got a little critical when we started talking about the new show and uh, right. some of the more recent movies and things like that. But yeah, we didn't really structure it to be sort of. Oh a yeah, like I, I, you know, we I guess we could have been like best Muppet movie or maybe even like worst Muppet oh, movie. That's maybe a good, that's easier that's a good to way to, we should maybe think about those type of questions for the next one because I think. For me, I, as far as structuring the way that that episode went or the conversation, what I tried to go really chronological. But I think a right. better approach might be to actually have those type of questions where it does have sort of an on-air debate. Um, mm-hmm. Or maybe like mix the two up. So going chronological, we can say like, oh, you know, from right. here to here, right. like what was your favorite this? Or yeah, that's a right. Good, Good notes, Jared. Write them down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. I like. I enjoyed it a lot. And again, I I'm not a good gauge at how this plays for yes, listeners. Yes, I was just gonna say so that. I I don't know, but I had fun doing it, and I guess that's really the reason why we're doing this. <laughs> like, if it's not fun, we would. Right. I, I don't yeah, think no. we do well, it. Well, so. and that's what is so difficult is is we want to have fun doing it, but we want like other people to have fun listening because if no one's having mm-hmm. fun listening then this is just what's the point uh and dave and uh, luke who again thank you for doing oh my it gosh. they're very they're very nice guys they're such they, nice like and i can't polite so guys i know luke's done a lot of work and he's busy right now otherwise i'm sure he would have done the same thing but dave actually created a ton of new artwork to promote mm-hmm. this episode which you know i'm i'm so thankful and grateful that he was willing to do that. I'm sure he had a good time doing it because he's a big Muppets fan. But just right. the fact that he went kind of out of his way to do that was really nice. Yeah, no, it's always nice. It was like they really got behind it and, and, really, yeah. and it was fun to promote it. There was oh, a yeah. lot of ways to promote it. And so, that, so that's yeah. another thing I want to bring up is we actually, this was our first like squared co hashtag that we created was the SQCO Muppets hashtag. So, for everybody listening, um, if you didn't know or if you don't follow us and you were unaware up until now, we had this hashtag where you would listeners or fans and followers, um, if they posted any sort of original Muppets art with the hashtag SQCO Muppets, um, we would try to repost it. So I was anticipating only getting like, you know, five or less posts, you know. <laughs> maybe like we would call on a favor and have like a previous guest come on to like, Oh, can you post some, even if it's like recycled art and old piece, like just put some Muppet stuff up there. Um, mm-hmm. but we got, I think maybe 30 to 40 new posts or like, you know, not, I wasn't expecting that many. There was like 30 to 40, um, posts from that, that call. So one, yeah. I want to say thank you to everybody that did participate in that. And two, I'm really sorry if I was not able to post your art, it's not because we didn't like it. It's just I was not expecting that big of a response. And, yeah, I just didn't have the, the time to to get them all up there. Um, I did the best I could. But if we ever do something in the future, I'm going to have to make it known uh, that <laughs> we may not be able to post all of them because I was definitely not expecting that. But thank you guys so well, much for, for participating. That was really cool. Maybe next time we should emphasize that it could be across any of our social medias. Uh, that way we can spread it out. Right. Like it's, that kind of stuff works really well for Instagram. Yeah. Um, and on Facebook, we got nothing. Like nobody <laughs> no, nobody tagged us, I don't think, on Facebook. We posted a few things, but um, right, right. 
I don't think anyone did the, the tagging there. But oh, yeah. Well, Facebook's a little and bit And you harder. bring that this up again. I think we talked about this um, in Benson's interview in the beginning. Um, so we do have unique, um, I don't want to say voices, but like all of our different social accounts. So that's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we post different things and we share different information. So if you're only mm-hmm. following us on one of those, you know, maybe consider following us on all the ones. We'd really appreciate it. And we will post different things on there. So it's not the same kind of recycled post from Instagram that we'll put on Twitter and Facebook and vice versa. So um, just throwing that out there again, letting you guys know that there is a small benefit to following us on all these different platforms. Yeah, we're going to have to do a contest or something. We're going to have to force people over yeah, to some of yeah. these. So, these I mean, it, ultimately what we care about is that people listen to the show. And these things are all in support of the sh- yeah, Squared Co. in general. Some sort of but, engagement and like conversations. Because mm-hmm, yeah, feedback. at least for the, you know, the show, we can talk to each other and the guests can talk to us and we get their feedback. But... You know, there's so far it's a, a really lopsided. Uh, this conversation is pretty lopsided. It was just <laughs> me and you talking to each other at all these people that may right. or may not exist. So right, right. Well, like I think though, again, the Muppets uh, is sort of a special thing, and and it crosses a lot of like age differences and like um, just a lot of demographics. I think get wrapped up with the Muppets. So I think the the participation was uh, unusually high for something like yeah. that. Um, so I mean, I, I, don't I know think if we'll see that with all the stuff. But uh, I think a, a yeah. lot of the stuff we'll do for the roundtable is going to be properties that have existed for a long time, and it's obviously it's going to be something that at least one of us is pretty passionate about, or at least you know a, a mm-hmm. big fan. So there's going to be the potential for this sort of response if not bigger as we continue to grow so yeah we're have to i don't know figure out how to how to manage all these different entries or just say that I we're think, only going to pick a few i don't know it's going to be i think difficult. i'd like to run the turtles table because i have such little knowledge about it right it, it might be easier for me to run it instead of uh because you're going to have to be a very active participant i think yeah no that's I that's just, totally um, fine that's yeah. Pose some questions and then see, let you guys run with it. But uh, like the Muppets, the only thing I found tough with the Muppets was it covered so much. And yeah, w- we didn't we didn't go too deep on any one topic and we skipped a lot of stuff. Yeah, and I think I had a list. It of might be better things I wanted to talk about, but we didn't. Yeah, to just have specific questions and really dive deep into it. And instead of trying to cover the whole history mm-hmm. yeah because that's pretty well tough. yeah 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 so um but yeah no i had a good time like i'm glad we did it those have been popular episodes oh yeah both of those far. actually have been doing really well so and by popular it's relative to the numbers that we're getting of course <laughs> they don't <laughs> need to yes. know how few listeners well, they can see we, it. can't they see it <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i mean anyway. i don't think anybody that listens actually pays attention to that stuff but yeah anyways so now are you listening to the episodes more than you were before? I know you've been doing a lot more, like you've had to do a lot more editing on it. So does that force you to, um, you know, it's weird. Like, no. (laughs) So Mm. as far as like, after we have the conversation and then I, I do go back and listen to the whole thing, but I'm listening to it with a very, very different set of ears. It's very like edit specific. So I almost don't even hear the content. It's just, it's funny. Like I have getting these stupid, pretty much like useless skills now where you know when Mm -hmm. you look at audio 
like visually you can see like different patterns and you know when there's a spike right. or people are talking too low or whatever like i can see ums and uggs like visually like oh there's an ug i could probably take that out really quick or like you know there's little stupid things that have no use in my life really but <laughs> i'm able to yeah, see this I, stuff now and it's uh i mean you carry all the weight for that like i do nothing with you <laughs> i just send you my files but I, I think I greatly, when we decided to do this, I greatly underestimated the amount of uh, audio issues that could come up oh, and that yeah. are, that are very uh, uh, Well, we, I was prevalent. lucky um, because, and this is another little teaser to my story, which may or may <laughs> not ever come, but I, I exactly. tried this podcasting thing maybe like five years ago. So I had a microphone and a little bit of knowledge on the recording so when we had the conversation to start our own uh, another podcast, I just sent you the same microphone that I that I had, so that our right. audio at least would sound, you know, relatively close and somewhat consistent. Um, but yeah, it's almost impossible to kind of control what the audio is going to look like and sound like um, as far as our guests go. Um, well, yeah, but I'm amazed at how wildly different it is like someone could have the same setup like a built-in mic yeah. that they're using as opposed to an external but still the quality maybe it's just the the room the size oh, it's, of the room yeah it's crazy like it's all over the place yeah um, I, yeah i think everyone should invest in one of these cheap microphones. <laughs> <laughs> well and you know what I, I mean i'm not embarrassed to say it. i did not spend a fortune on these microphones these are not expensive i think it's like maybe a, a yeah, 50 no. 40 to 50 dollar microphone so and they work right. pretty good i mean at some point if this turns into a thing we'll probably invest in better equipment but for the time being you know these oh, are great yeah no they're fine for what we're doing but I, it's it's the uh it's the poor guess like it's i know it can be difficult because you're not doing this kind of recording at all. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're not set up, but it, it can be a little confusing and we've been sort of, uh, I don't know, you know, recording without a net, if you will. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> and we've man. been yes. relatively lucky. We've had audio issues, of course, right. and thanks to your editing. I think most of it has sort of disappeared, but, um, yeah, it's, it's amazing. We've been lucky to not have to not air an episode due to some technical difficulties. So far. Uh, yeah. Do you think that you have, uh, like, have you noticed anything in your own speaking that you've altered since you started listening to yourself? Like, I know <laughs> we could basically do a drinking game where every time I say absolutely, uh, you take a drink and you'll be drunk before the end of our Or uh, every time you ugh, oh, I get well, at a least lot that, of those from you. And but I say absolutely so much. Like that's my <laughs> standard response to like I, people. I don't know if stuff. I have like a certain thing that I say. I'm sure I do. I haven't picked up on it. But the thing that I'm trying to get better at is, and you've already made fun of me for this on air. like, Or maybe it was off air and I'm digging myself a little grave here. But um, <laughs> like sometimes I'll have a question, but I've got to pat it. So I'll like either add information before or after, or I don't know how to ask a question. So I'll just start rambling and mm -hmm. it'll go like totally off track. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh shit, maybe I should ring it back in and actually ask a question here. So well, see, that's the joy of you doing the editing. Like even on the, one of the last episodes we did, I know that you took uh, like, you were able to snip 
little things out. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised. Like, like, I'm like, he took that out. Like, and it was seamless because. Well, so, okay. Like, something was mentioned at the top and then <laughs> it was mentioned again, like a few minutes later. And you were able to, <laughs> you took out both parts of well, it. Well, so now that <laughs> you're just totally showing all my cards here. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. Well, I mean, but I think like, everybody so does So part that. of the editing, like, and especially with the guests, like, I want them, if they re-listen to the episode, I want them to be confident and comfortable with how we are showcasing them and like representing them because, you know, it's scary to come on, especially if you don't do this regularly. Like I want to make sure if somebody is stuttering a lot or saying, um, like I'm going to take that out on their behalf because I want them, like I want to present the best version of themselves or the best version of that interview. So Right. Their their questions may or their answers may be really good, but they may have stuttered a lot or said um a lot um, or had like a conflicting thought or something. So I'll go ahead and, you know, pretty that up. And while I'm doing that, I can take out stuff that makes me sound stupid and you sound stupid. Yes. So <laughs> I think you keep the stuff that makes me sound stupid. in. No, no, no. You could you could be you could sound stupider. Trust me. <laughs> But I think mostly it's like <laughs> gaps. Like there are sometimes there are gaps in, in the talking. Or yeah. Like we're waiting for you to talk and I'm not saying anything. So like it tends to be well, that. Like I, I think and the other we're thing not too, editing the heck out no, of it. No, no, no. Really. It's the same conversation. It's just like little nuances and gaps, like you said, mm-hmm. are taken out. Yeah. Um, and another reason that I'm doing this is a lot of the time there's some sort of technical difficulty. Like today is a mm-hmm. great example where yeah. you won't, hopefully you as a listener won't be able to tell, but we had maybe a 10 or 15 minute gap where just our audit, we, Jared and I were not connected. So the, you can say that my, the, my internet dropped out for some reason. So Jared um, broke his internet and we yep. didn't, have we weren't talking for a while so right in the middle of this episode this record it just turned off so normally like somebody will like the last one we did we had some problems people dropped off yeah and things like that so it's not uncommon no no no, not at all particularly bad one yeah so and i'm always worried that this is going to happen when we have a guest (laughs) and then it's a little more well so the other if it does happen with a guest that's the beauty of having a co-host so if i drop out you can continue talking to them if you drop out i can continue if we both drop out then we're screwed (laughs) yeah then it's embarrassing so So, i mean yeah they will come it's inevitable but um especially with internet-based anything it's just bound to Mm -hmm. happen but yeah so there's a little peek behind the curtain there that's kind of what goes into the editing stuff um so the only episode we had this month september that was not like a new thing like a we talked about our it episode the movie review and the round table with the muppets the only one-on-one interview we had was with benson shum uh and that was a i was i mean so i follow him on instagram but i did not know he had such a, a like an interesting background and backstory. Like mm-hmm. it sounded yeah. like he got into like really seriously into the creative field, like a little bit later in life. I mean, not like late, but like maybe it sounded like his mid to late twenties even. So for me, it's always refreshing to hear stuff like that. Or like, it's not too late. Like you can jump on board and 
you know. Well, I was I was surprised that he learned to do traditional painting so recently. Like I, I assumed oh, yeah, that he did that in college, right? Uh, and just maybe it came back to it recently. But to learn that that he just learned that within the last two years is uh, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, that, and there's another um, thing like he picked that up later in life too, and he's running with it now, definitely excelling. I mean, obviously he had a really strong foundation to build off of, but still it's a completely new medium to him and he's just killing it. So yeah, that was a really fun interview. Definitely. And just, uh, the nicest guy. Oh, so sweet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He was very, very, very very nice. Um, but didn't, um, wasn't Nan Lawson's interview this month as well? Uh, I thought that was the I very think, first. Wasn't that the last one of the month? The, oh, maybe we we recorded that in August and it aired in September. That's probably maybe, what it yeah, was. That's probably yeah, what happened. So that yeah. was, yeah, that was our other. Yeah. So we only did two interviews and then two roundtables and a wrap up. Yep. So this was a very light month, like I said before. Um, yeah. So we're still trying to figure out what is a good like <laughs> balance of, of you know time and energy, like. Right. Uh, trying to figure it out because uh, it's amazing how exhausted I am after we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after we do this. Well, so I'll be like the guy puking in the gym. <laughs> I puke every time we finish one of these. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, for me, I would love to be able to do this more regularly, but like, it's yeah. just the amount of time that goes into even a single episode is, is pretty, it's a lot, you know, and then juggling a full time job and then yeah. freelance work well, and then other miscellaneous Squared Coast stuff. It gets, uh, the record is crazy. the easiest part. Like, oh, especially yeah. when we do these episodes, these are easy. But when we had to research the artists, I always, yep. it takes a lot of time. Yep. Like you want to, you want to do them justice and sort of have a perspective when you start talking to these people. But, um, you know, sometimes we know them better than other ones and other ones we have to do a little bit more research mm-hmm. and digging. So, um, but that, that to me is the real time suck there. But, um, but I always enjoy when we actually sit down and, and talk to these people. Yeah. Oh, so another thing that happened this month, I mean, so we had the, both of the round tables with the movie review we had, and then the round table Muppets, those were guests that we had already. So those were second time guests. Um, mm-hmm. I know that I've talked to you about this a lot and I try as best I can to keep our episodes really conversational. I think it is it's really difficult to avoid the interview type episodes with first time guests. So, I mean, I'll try and keep, we'll try and keep it conversational still. So it's not like really flat and boring, but I think just, yeah, we're, if we have a first time guest, it's going to be more interview related. And then once we get them back for a second time, it'll probably be a little bit more, you know, lighthearted and kind of, we'll be able to do different things like we did do with the movie review and the round table. Yeah, and it depends on the guests. Like sometimes, I don't know, sometimes people have a lot to say. Uh, but like we said before, uh, talking to artists and a lot of similar artists doing similar things. And and we are looking into sort of diversifying some of the right. creatives that we have on the show, which I think will help in that department. But a lot of times the artist stories are, are fairly similar. Uh, yeah. So we're getting a lot of the same responses with just sort of different characters. Um, so I think... Uh, yeah, we're trying to find a good balance, I think, between like subject matter and right. and backstory and, and things. Like that. And then some people, uh, their backstory is, is well known. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, it feels weird sort of going going through it again and again. But 
I don't know. We'd love to hear from the listeners what they think or what they're liking or enjoying yes, or yes. what they're expecting. So that was what I was so. going to bring up next. Like, so not only do we want you to rate and review us on iTunes, um, like, please, please do that. Um, but on top of that, or in addition to that, give us your feedback on specific episodes. Like, if you liked something, please let us know. and We'll try and do more of that thing. Uh, if you didn't like something, please also let us know that so we can try and either do it better or you know maybe take it out of our of our episodes or conversations so this is where soundcloud is really good like oh yeah this, this is really thing. cool because soundcloud you can mark like yep. like your comment can be attached to a, an actual section of the audio because you have an ongoing audio timeline uh, at the top of it yeah. for, for those that don't use soundcloud very often but i think most people are listening on iTunes? I don't know. I would assume. Well, it's it's, it's weird because we started on SoundCloud, so some people may have just got used to doing it that way. Um, and not until recently were we added to Stitcher and iTunes. So I don't know. But I think but like moving forward, like, people probably will be doing iTunes. What's hard though is like iTunes is so easy, and you're like listening on the go, usually on the car or, or yeah, doing something yeah. else. So it's hard to to stop and say I'm going to make a comment. Uh, you know, like you're not no, sitting I, yeah, there typing totally as you agree. go. Yeah. But even if it's an in general comment, like you just want to tell us how much you hate Mark, like get that <laughs> on whether that's Facebook or Twitter or even on Instagram, any of the socials, we'd love to get the, the feedback. Uh, we'd of course love good feedback, but we'll take the bad feedback. <laughs> so, well, okay. But if it's, if it's positive, leave that as a rate and review on iTunes. If it's negative, give us a comment on uh you know, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Because I think we post across the board our episode art on all the social media. Mm -hmm. So that would be a good place to give us specific episode feedback um, if you don't listen on SoundCloud. So SoundCloud and then any social media would be great for feedback. Yeah, any, any, I mean, any feedback is fine, even if it's a general statement. Yeah. It doesn't have to be tied to that guest. But, you know, you know who's really good at doing this? I do know. Do you want to say his name or do you want me to say his name? Tell you what, I'll say his first name. You say his last name. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, it's Nico. Yes, Mr. Nico. <laughs> Mr. Nico. <laughs> Essenaro? I don't know. I, I, don't wanna, I, I don't want to butcher I, it. I but. apologize for Jared's uh, terrible pronunciation of your last name, Nico. But Nico has left us, I think, a, a note on SoundCloud on e just about every, every single episode. episode. Yeah. And we're so grateful uh, because, you know, he's very nice. Like, he doesn't write a paragraph or something, which is which is fine. But it's just nice to know that he's listening. Yes, you know, yeah. like he he gives us a little sign that he did actually listen to the whole episode, which is really nice. And we appreciate it, and uh, I, I think we're going to send them some stuff. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, just thank you so much again, reiterating what Jared said. Right now, we are a very young podcast. Um, I mean, we may be close to 30 episodes in, but we've only been doing this for a few months. And it's it's really important to get that feedback, and it's great to see that we do have at least one regular listener. Um, so, Nico, thank you so much. We will... I'll find a way to get in contact with you so we can send you out um, a little nice little squared co care package. See, so that that's another incentive to leave us some, <laughs> some feedback. You could be um, next. <laughs> we will. We'll probably have to do a contest or something where we we pick a random right. Uh, I don't know an iTunes review probably because I think that's where we really yeah yeah definitely makes a difference. So so you'll have give to give us a rating on iTunes. Yeah. 
and uh, a review and we'll we'll probably figure something out in the next few weeks here about giving some stuff away or definitely yeah so something i don't know what it'll be but yeah we'll get together some sort of a contest giveaway um yeah soon soonish so stay tuned um but do you so i think that's all i have for today do you have anything before we wrap up jared no, I don't. I think that's. I think we've gone on long enough. Do you want to announce what our next uh, roundtable and or the uh, movie review will be? Um, or do you want to sit could, on that? Let's wait. Well, well, because yeah, I think. Well, the roundtable is not going to be for a while. I don't think right? the roundtable so. is not. But yeah, our next okay. movie the, review. Yeah, will let's be. just wait because we can. We could probably wait until the next recap. I think. Right. Okay. So there you go. You're going to have to stay tuned. You're going to have to keep listening so you can find out what it is that we are mysteriously talking about. That's right. We're going to have to line up some guests for those, actually. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we that's how we we uh, time in. But anyways, so like I just said, it's really important that we like we hear from you guys. We get a response as far as how we're doing, what you like, what you don't like. So please. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We're at Squared Co. And give us a comment, whether it's on one of the social medias or our SoundCloud. Uh, We really would appreciate your feedback. And again, if you are listening to us on iTunes, please rate and review us. Let us know that you love us with five stars and a (laughs) (laughs) a little comment on what the show is Really, what like what it is to you? Um, I'm seeing that's kind of the trend in our few comments. I think we're up to four comments now, Jared. Yeah, I think uh, Daniel left us a, a comment, which was yes, nice. Yes, Daniel Clark. Thank you, Mr. Clark. Um, but he's like a he's like a guest, so that's that's almost like yeah. cheating. It's like asking yeah. your brother to do it or something. And, and not that any of our family has done it, but no, I don't think that's fine. I don't think that's happened yet. <laughs> uh, All right. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much for listening. Like I said, please be sure to follow us, rate and view. Um, there's, oh, so this is one more thing. Um, oh, geez. We ha- if on SoundCloud, I don't know how to, if you can see this on our um, iTunes. I don't, I think it's just the only link on iTunes is to our website. But mm-hmm. for SoundCloud, there's like I can have as many links as possible on there. So there's a direct link to all of our socials there. But I just added one, which, and it's called Merch. Um, so I just sent Jared a squared coat t-shirt. And if you look through some of our posts, you'll see some of the artists I give, uh, as a thank you, a squared coat t-shirt. But if you are a, an actual fan and you want to show your support to squared co and the podcast, you can pick up a t-shirt, a squared coat t-shirt from that link on our SoundCloud that is merch. So, oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for the t shirt. We didn't even talk about it that we actually saw each other this, oh, yeah. this past I month. I saw but... him uh, with my eyeballs in the real world. That's right. And you gave me some gifts, and, and it was I... very nice of you. So, thank you very much for that and breakfast and everything. It's great. Yep. We had pancakes, and it was delicious. So, that's <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, the, with that being said, we're, we're starting to ramble now. Um, thank you so much for listening. That's it for today. We'll see you later.
lose you again, Jared.